0: Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network hot take. If you haven't seen a hot take before, a hot take is where we get in a basement, we give our thoughts, we give our opinions on a TV show, a movie, or a video game. Today, we're gonna re- be reviewing a movie, and that movie is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And of course, to review it, Chris Trio, as always, my co-host, and I'm Anthony Rigucci. For those who did not know, what's going on, Gucci? How are you? I'm good. We're here. We're ready right tarantino ninth yeah election. actually not reviewing comic book movies no it's fun. fun yeah yeah i really think we should like i'd love to do more of these indie type movies and i mean we indie. usually it's not like even fucking i'm indie. sorry not indie. <laughs> <laughs> outside of our realm i guess i should say no i feel it uh, i i feel like reviewing comic book stuff it sucks because it, it's so like always there oh yeah and, and even we, we, we rarely it's not even like on purpose thing we don't delve outside the comic book genre too much, I just think, because yeah. there's so much interest there that, like, we kind of like. For sure, I think me and you definitely see other movies, but it's just yeah. we don't oh, see the 100%. same. We don't see the same ones, maybe every so often that aren't that are outside the comic book realm, anyways. Yeah, but so, it's, yeah, it's good we're doing this, and this is actually going to be an all spoiler review. Um oh, spoilers. So recently, we've kind of reamped the whatever letter. If you don't know what the whatever letter is, if you go to network.com You can see um, that we have. It's pretty much a blog post. It's, yeah. it's kind of trio's baby. Um, it's base, It's as the name entails. It's whatever the hell we want to talk about. So there's movie reviews on there. I have some of my like top pick articles. But we actually brought on a new individual to help us out, Mr. Mike Coran. Yeah. He wrote uh, our Delco Delphia. S- yeah. Uh, it's great to have him. He he asked us to do a few blog posts for us, and we were like hell yeah. Uh, and he did a spoiler free review of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, right so, whatever before you continue this podcast, give it a pause. It'll be here when you get back. Go yeah. read that review. It's really short. It's not, like, anything crazy long. For sure. Um, and if, you know, if you're in between on the movie, hopefully that review will sell you. Yeah. Mike uh, does a great job, and yeah, he'll be doing different articles. Not necessarily reviews, but um, be doing articles between, are you guys going to switch weekly or so just, we're, uh, like, just I we mean, haven't really figured yeah, it out. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> kind of figured, exactly figured it out. So, I mean, next week we might put up two, we might just do one. I what know. Are you, what are you I'm, doing next I'm week? I'm writing a, a boys review. The boys uh, just premiered on Amazon Prime. I really enjoyed it. Going to have like a full spoilery deep dive review up Wednesday, but I know Mike was talking about possibly doing something to do with, uh, Midsummer, that new movie from the guy who did Hereditary. I don't know the director's name. But apparently, pretty crazy stuff. Ian Whiteside saw it with his girlfriend, and he was like, "And it was messed up because I, I was, was like, there." Did you tell? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <you> told <laughs> you, I, I was, I was at yeah, that yeah, yeah. Uh, social gathering. But <laughs> yeah, insane stuff. So uh, I'm actually very excited to see what he writes up on that. But yeah, keep an eye out every Wednesday. One will go up. Yeah, you, we'll be posting out on our socials as well. But let's get into "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood," directed by the legendary Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino. Last, last spoiler warning. We're going to full spoilers. Just want to say. So, um, how many, I mean, have you seen most of Quentin Tarantino's movies? I actually right? don't know if I've seen most of them. Like, I, There, I there think are I, a lot of little, like, like I kind of forget that Kill Bill is a Quentin Tarantino movie sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've seen, I've seen parts of Kill Bill. I don't think I've seen both volumes through at all. But, I, I mean, I really enjoy those movies. Did you see The Hateful Eight at all? Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, that, And that's the last one you did. So, I've been watching that. They released an extended cut. Oh, an Netflix. extended cut of a three-hour movie? But now it's... it's So, it's separated into four episodes. So, you go in, you watch one episode, an episode... Like, I actually kind of like that because I never watched the full movie because it just was a bit of a length thing It's fucking long. So, it's, I was it's like... A, it is... I like Hateful Eight, but it is a... It is a long and detailed full dialogue. Movie. Like it's yeah. very dialogue heavy movie, and they're in the same spot the whole time. But watching it like in those chunks, I think have been really cool. I've I've been really enjoying it. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I love Tarantino's style. He's got such he is an auteur. There's not many out there anymore, but he is a a movie auteur. He has like a, a style and a way of doing things that kind of reminds me of Kojima. Just uh, like I don't I don't know what it is. He's very like, I'm like trying to think what of words. to describe the like. The quality that that is, but like he just kind of has He's very detailed oriented style, and like his own like pool of people that he like likes interacts to, yeah. with and likes to put in his movies For and sure. stuff. Anyway, so this movie is kind of like if I could compare it to anything, it is like Inglorious Bastards. It's a alternate history movie, mm-hmm. um, alternate history about the murders of Sharon Tate and, and uh, essentially really go. going the, the in... Tro- the Charlie Manson murders. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the other chick's, the other guy's name though. Uh, Polanski's uh, is Roman, the last name. That's right, Roman, Roman, Roman Polanski. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of which which okay. So, um, pretty much if you don't know, Sharon Tate was murdered. Sharon Tate and Roman Polanski and a few friends were murdered. Fol something Folgers. She was like the heiress to the Folgers. Yeah, empire they were something. murdered in Hollywood by Manson family people. Yeah. Um, in '69. Yes. And that is a true story, and that's kind of how Charles Manson gets known. That murder is kind of what puts him on the map, for sure. Um, and this movie is essentially about that, very indirectly, I was about and to say. about a non-fictional character in a fictional world. Mm-hmm. So Rick Dalton, played by Leo, and then we have um, what, what's fucking Brad Pitt's name? Cliff Booth. Cliff Booth. Yeah. Cliff so they're not Booth. real. No. They're yeah, just yeah. Fi- they're just fictional non-fictional. characters. non fictional No. Is fictional it, characters fictional characters and non-fiction no, non-fiction, non-fiction is, is real non-fiction is real Fiction okay is, so fi- flip that yeah fictional characters <laughs> in a non-fictional yeah world yeah. yeah so we're set 69 Hollywood I mean Tarantino talked about how he kind of wanted this to be a love letter to like old time Hollywood and Hollywood of that era and yeah which which it is it totally is and, and it's funny like you said this is kind of about the Manson murders but at the same time it's not. It's like ri- the movie is not about that. Like that's a very much a background kind of through line and it's almost just kind of used to get us to the end which we will get it, to. It's very much like a life movie like pretty much we're seeing like this is a very different kind of Quentin Tarantino movie. It's not like Django, it's not like Inglorious Bastards in the sense of there's a ton of violence. There's a lot of cursing. Not as much it's they're definitely like dropping f-bombs like yeah, left yeah, and yeah. right but it's not like as egregious as like Django. the characters feel real for sure like, yeah and i mean honestly i think these these are probably my most likable characters i've ever seen in like a movie in a while yeah like, they're, not really like, they're not like really shitty people no um, it's just and i even, mean like rick dalton like i love the way leo plays him like how he has this kind of slight stutter when he's talking to people outside of conversation, but then when he gets on on camera, he's really in it and he's he's in it to win it. But he's a guy down on his luck, and it's cool seeing Leo play a character like this. Yeah, and it's like down on his luck in a very weird sense because like you never once feel like while the movie's going on that he is not doing well, but like he he's like essentially like typecasted into I guess the heavy is an old school term for villain. Sure, in I think the, so. The that's what it, that's what it seems like. Yeah, because yeah. they keep calling him the heavy, and mm-hmm. he's just this archetype of like villains in tv shows yeah he's probably he even has a talk with al pacino's character and he's like oh so what you were heavy on this last yeah did you get beat up yeah and then he starts going through all these little things and he's like yeah dude you're only out you're going down you're the villain in each show this is what happened with whoever and then he starts to another guy i all the performances on in this are just spot on for the era and i really love it but uh rick what did you think about uh what was his what was the what was brad pitt's name cliff booth cliff booth what did you think about him I liked him. Um, again, like it, like I like they kind of paint him in a weird light where like he's supposed to be bad, but like he's never he's not really bad. Like yeah, so, apparently, so he, kills he murdered his wife. His wife yeah, he got away with it. Yeah, but yeah. like that's not really like a defining character trait for him at all. For sure, it's something that they use for like a few plot points. But like they never really like go into, and it's not like oh Cliff Booth is a bad dude or Rick Dalton's a bad dude. For sure. Honestly, they're both like pretty normal people. For sure.
1: <laughs> uh, what
0: you know, yeah, and even like. The way they interact, and it's this is literally just kind of a snapshot, it seems like, out of their lives, out of a day in Hollywood in the 60s, and that's what I really like about it. There's no yeah. it's not real like direct over... through line of a story, yeah. for the most part. Like, you're just kind of following two guys, two buddies. It's like two days the movie takes place. Mason, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just really good. I, I, I think... It's a little long, but I mean, I think that's I, another thing. I disagree with you. I It is long, but I never felt like it was long. Super and the, John fell asleep twice. The whole time, I was like fully into this movie yeah there was like some, the yeah. entire time I was like where is this going I'm like what i like this is like." I, will I say was that. always yeah, very yeah. interested about like what was going on because it was so different the performances were so good that I was like alright I do enjoy watching these two people talk back and forth and I do I gotta say that is a quality of Tarantino that I don't see in a lot of other movies where like he isn't afraid to really let someone go out on a dialogue spree. And, like, he knows how to make people interact, to have it be fun. And I think it's partly in the people he casts I think a great well. example of that is his interaction with the, the girl actor, the, the, the child actor. Oh, 100%. And she is, like, this stereotypical, like, I am method acting and I am going to play this role as perfectly as I possibly can. It's so without good. being too, like, too, too your, yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. For sure. And, like, I think it's just funny because, like, it's pretty obvious what it's trying to mock. Yeah, and it's through a child, which is even funnier. That whole I and then, and then, and then like, scene the of him breaking down. Yeah, and like it's so he's just reading the book and he's just realizing and, like, it's and, his and life. And it's like and it's like that scene isn't supposed to be sad. If anything, it's just supposed to be kind of funny. Like, yeah, the movie isn't really upsetting at all, and it's not really like anything like high action, high stakes. Like it's it is really just like a normal like, um, like kind of like a slice of life type of movie. I couldn't echo that any better. It really, and there, you're not going to get a gun heavy, crazy Tarantino movie. Even Mike says this in his review. If you're looking for that, you're looking for a Django and chain level type of violence. It's not going to happen, there, but there is one scene at the end where, um, so essentially the alternate history comes in where Rick Dalton and crew and his, or er, not Rick Dalton, but cliff and cliff, Rick, Rick and Francesca, his, his wife, his new Italian wife. Yeah. From when he went to go do spaghetti, spaghetti Western, Westerns over and, yeah. um, and they essentially, they there's an altercation that essentially like diverts the Manson family group to try to kill them instead, instead of, of yeah. Sharon Tate and company. And that scene, which is like right at the end of the movie, is like ultra violent, like fucking just full Tarantino. Cliff like throws like a tum- like a can of dog food at this girl and her face like caves in. Like 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 enclosed. Like, oh my like, god. No, I was it's like, holy like- shit. And, and shit. even the way like he f- the like impact is- behind the when it hits her face is so and like you can screaming. feel it. And she's screaming and she's like going whaling. insane. Yeah, like just cuz she can't see and she's just going insane and, and then-, then and then the the dog uh um uh brandy I can't his- rips yeah. rips the the mall apart... And, like, they have this, like, insane ultraviolet altercation that ends with fucking Rick Dalton pulling out that flamethrower from that World War II film and just torching this girl in his fucking pool. Dude, that like, it's was... absolutely nothing. So he's running back, and Super's like, What is he getting? I'm like, Dude, it's a flamethrower. I'm yeah, fucking I telling exactly. You. And then he's what it was. like, No way. And then he pulls out, and we're all like, Wow! Ah! Like, it was. Dude, I did love all those little shots of life from his movies, and, like, within it. Like, the. Like, it would cut to, like, the Nazi movie, where he's lighting up everyone with the flamethrower, yeah. or he's doing the, like, weird dance. It, it's really good little things. But, again, if you're looking for, like, a kind of through reason as to why we're seeing all these things, I don't know if it's necessarily there, but do I enjoy watching it all? Yeah. yeah it's the only violent scene in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally the only oh, for that violent one especially thing yeah, 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 that yeah. happens. It really kicks it up to a Tarantino level. level yeah, in that but, end, like, that's sure. it. Yeah. Um, Besides that, it's just, you really get his dialogue sense. One thing he really likes to do, I've noticed in a lot of stuff, even after watching The Hateful Eight, is he likes to let a shot linger. Like, really let it linger. Oh, yeah. Like, to a point where I'm like, okay... There's a lot of scenes, uh, like no, I wouldn't say unnecessary, but like long scenes of driving in this movie. Literally, oh my, you just—I was, was gonna say, like it's him literally driving almost real time from one location to another. I'm like, yeah, okay, there's a lot of. Quentin, I appreciate what you're especially trying, to do especially with here. Cliff. Yeah. yeah, I think it's mostly with Cliff. And I think one or two of those scenes are fine for sure, and I do like that kind of mood setting if he's in the car and he's he's driving down the highway, but. We don't need so it. Rick Dalton and crew kill the Manson family people and essentially prevent the murder of Sharon Tate and Roman Plansky yeah. and, and other people and then after that kind of all happens Roman Plansky comes down and he's like what the fuck is going on there like any yeah. neighbor would if like yeah, some course. shit went down next door and um it's like oh you're Rick Dalton No, oh, no, they yeah, knew they that, that very, very yeah, yeah, humble yeah. about it it's kind of funny and then um Sharon like comes over in the intercom for the, the gate and like invites him in and that's yeah. the end of the movie. But yeah, like they prevent the murder so it never happens. Yeah. Um let's let's talk about Mario Robbie as Sharon Tate because we haven't touched on it at all. No, we haven't. It's funny how she's in this movie and she really is not a big part in this movie but that, in the again, slightest. Like we were saying, the, the Sharon Tate stuff is very much in the background. Even like so much to the point of the only reason that's in there is to get to that. So and and, point. and the only major scene she really has is um essentially when she goes to watch her own movie at the the movie theater. And she like takes her picture with the with the poster and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's so the movie they were showing was the actual movie. Yeah. If you didn't no, realize that yeah, yeah. that was actually Sharon Tate. Crazy stuff, man. I, I think they did a really good job even with all the sets and everything. Like it really feels like we're in the fucking there's A lot 60s. of smoking. A shit ton of smoking. As a would be dude I got out of the theater and I was like I could go for a cigarette right now <laughs> like no other. Oh my god, I, it's I, so I, like, true. I it the to way god. It, Cliff has a cigarette 24-7. They all, everyone is smoking, Every, like, the entire No, movie. true, even on, like, the fucking planes and everything. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that, that scene. I was just like, Jesus Christ, like, everyone's just chain-smoking. Just no big deal on everything. What about Rick's hair by the end? It's just, like, the 80s, or what, yeah, no, not 80s. Like, by the, the end of that, it's, almost it's like still 70s. 69. Yeah, 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 but it's like probably like the fucking his whole look changing throughout the whole thing was, was great. And even when he does that whole scene with, uh, when he's supposed to be with the girl, and he like throws her, oh, and that's yeah. like his one like. And he gets I, that. I really... love how long that like the scene before they do that shot where he messes up the line. How long that th- them filming that scene is, and it makes you feel like you're like in the you're movie. Right, yeah. And then it, 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 it the tension's broken by like him messing up a line or like just standing. There no, it's and, true. Like, and he's like, dude, just keep going. He's and like, then he f- flips around, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. and do when he walks and in then the he's trailer, ye- he's yelling at himself. <laughs> what the. F- fuck and he's just throwing oh man and it, it's funny because like it's not like a movie level type of aggression it's very like a real aggression. like you just like, be pissed at yourself i took it like yeah. i'm like it's not like too over the top like no. it's kind of funny like like it never is like I, it's very you don't really take this movie like too seriously no you don't for sure and that's just that scene is the epitome of it because it is so good it's it's how you would react and it's and it's tough to see myself as leonardo DiCaprio because i mean god look at him but like that scene is like we've all been there. We've all fucked up something, and you're sitting there like cursing and I don't. I think if they were God casted it. As, as anyone else, just casted as those two characters, I don't think it would would have worked. I think it's the star power of those the two that kind of makes it even funnier. Their chemistry is that they're just kind of like the roof. yo, it's Brad Pitt and Leo playing like just best buds, like a, a shitty actor, yeah, or like not a, I wouldn't say shitty, but like a a more like a like a C C actor. actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brad Pitt is just like some like. Dude. Some stunt double. Like a glorified stunt double who like just does other shit for Rick yeah um, what about the Bruce Lee fight I done? was just gonna bring it yeah, up yeah uh, fucking awesome it was he, great you knew that was supposed to be Bruce yeah, Lee right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. before they said for sure it? Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but it's so dude like <laughs> is, that, is that how he really well, apparently yeah. that's like how he always like even when he oh, like no. every little like I knew that but like the way he was like telling that story I was it like wow it might have been exactly how it was that whole scene's great the way he just throws him I'm the curious car. if that's based off of like an event that actually happened like he might got be. he got in like an altercation with someone on set yeah with somebody like bet someone some money and, dude, and then fucking Cliff, like, throws him into the car. It's so I was good. like, holy shit. I was like, were cars just that shitty, or was that that powerful of a throw? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Cliff's just fucking insane. Uh, also, I gotta talk to the fucking costume design in this whole movie. Just, Cliff's look, especially the whole time, he's just wearing a fucking t-shirt and a goddamn Hawaiian shirt. And goddamn it, Brad Pitt, you look great. That hair... dude brad was hot brad Brad was hot on top fixing that antenna oh he's kicking ass i mean i was like oh women want women want him men want to be him that's that hair that's That's brad how old is brad pitt uh he's got to be in his late 50s or early 60s he has to be leo's probably in his mid 50s he hasn't this is like the first movie he's i feel like been in a while unless does he do more indie stuff that we just don't know (sighs) leo i don't think so i know he's Um, trying to save the environment that's yeah, I was like, right? it was a big environmental yeah, 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 thing. But I mean, yeah, the casting was great. I'm trying to think of any other like. I mean, we didn't standards. talk about the the scene with like the the hippie girl and um, I bring it, it. The, bringing him back to the the ranch. Which, oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was actually the uh, what's it called? I can't remember. Spawn, spawn ranch, spawn ranch, or something like that. Which is yeah. actually a true story. That that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, that that guy was which like kinda, not being held uh, hostage, but like he like like. Really. He's gonna be taken advantage of. Like, yeah, exactly. like there were, there were the Manson family was like essentially like living off of his land and like just doing shit. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. just there, and I'm like, this is like, because like once they Pretty got soft. there, I was like, I totally forgot this movie was about Charles Manson for a, for like mostly the. But entire again, movie. I would argue it's almost not even about it. Like it's mostly and, it's even and he about fucking, the Manson family. And he fucking walks up to Roman Polanski's house. That's Charles up, yeah. Manson. Yeah, no, right? was like holy shit i was he's like, like oh, i didn't charlie. Even realize that and you know i knew this movie was about that and i totally like like didn't even think yeah, yeah yeah i well like i think i was more focusing about sharon tate and i totally forgot i was like yeah sharon tate dies but like well, was it, i was walking he up again? did you not like realize that it was him no, i or didn't, didn't realize thinking him thinking until it yeah. after the movie's over it's like that was charles yeah, Mason. he's like oh i'm charlie yeah he's like i was i'm my friend charlie i was just looking for a room or who used to live there before yeah, that's was who, who he, was wanted. Look, yeah, yeah. he was looking for. That's who he was scoping out. Because like, he lives next door now. I can't remember the guy's name. Whatever. But yeah. Uh, Charlie Manson. Crazy fuck. Very interesting way to put him into this movie, but that's his only scene, right? Yeah. That's literally it. Yeah, He doesn't even show up while they're at Spawn Ranch. No. But yeah. Anything else? I'm trying to no, think of No, I really things. loved it. I fucking love this movie. I, I did like I it too. Really I liked it a lot. And I went in with... Really not knowing much about it other than like, oh, it's kind of about Sharon Tate and forgetting it was about the Manson murders sure. and just focusing on the fact that like this is a Tarantino movie and it's probably going to be good and I came out with like very high praises for this I movie. I agree. I, I'd be I sure. liked it a lot more than Hateful Eight, to be honest. Yeah, it's funny. And Django is my number one. Django's Tarantino. tops for me. Have you seen Pulp Fiction, I assume? Yeah. I've seen that like most of it. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. I've seen it all And Bastards I like parts of, but I find it hard to finish. I find it, I finished it before. It's, I mean, like, but this movie has no plot. Like, no, really, no has a, plot. In this you're movie. just following Rick Dalton's sort of going down career, but and like then he even, kind of even Pulp Fiction is kind of wonky, but like it has a plot. Like, there's something going on yeah. there where and, like the characters are all interacting with each other and how they connect. But this movie, nah, it's just they're like it's it's a day in the life of Rick Dalton essentially. Rick Dalton and, and why can't I keep for, Cliff, Cliff I, Booth. and Cliff Booth, can, and then maybe a little bit of Sharon Tate sprinkled in yeah but yeah i mean pl- again a minor complaint for me it's, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah a minor complaint for me is length but again i, I, I don't i don't mind the length so that's probably just preference really exactly it come down to yeah. how yeah. into this movie are you like i want i just what i usually judge a movie by is if i'm checking my phone for time i never and my I phone checked my, my phone twice, twice. so that's the only thing that that, that i i that hate me. when people do that like during movies check their phones well, I never, i'm not like checking it for i like literally go like this to see the time. I mean, I don't think that's a big deal. But that means your movie's born. No big deal, Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hot takes Shots fired. Hot takes on hot takes. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm trying to think, are there any that's, other scenes? Uh, that's it. No, that's I mean it? I mean I think I think we've said what we need to say. I think we I think we like like glossed over most of the scenes. Maybe, I agree. Maybe the, except the beginning, but like I I dug the movie. I and did so. When it first got announced, I didn't know what to think. I wasn't really like into what it was. Well, even when about. we first heard about it, it, it was like, very what? like it's it's. Because at first, the big thing was like, oh, he's doing a movie on the Manson murders. But then he came out and was like, no, 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 this isn't a this isn't about that. That's part of it, but that's not like the main thing. And kind of unfurled into what we have today. And yeah, yeah, It was a good time. Go check it out. Uh, like we said though check out Mike's spoiler-free review. I mean, if you're already past this point, you know, I guess that doesn't make a difference. But still, <laughs> check out his review. He did a great job. Thank you all so much for watching us live on twitch.tv slash Network. We really appreciate it. You can find us on YouTube, as well as all your favorite podcast services. Just search Delco Nerd Network. If you could drop us a review on there, that always helps us too. Uh, also, you can find us on our socials. Uh, we are at Delco Nerds on everything. All this info is on our website. Just go to DellGordonNetwork.com and you can find it all there. Uh, But for Gooch, I've been Trio. Thanks, guys. Stay nerdy and we will see you next time.